five o'clock at afternoon, the DA has called on the Public Enterprises Minister Lynn Brown to declare an energy crisis in light of the problems that ESCOM is facing. The party's leader, Helen Zeller, parliamentary leader, Musi Maimane, and spokespersons on energy and public enterprises briefed the media in Cape Town. They presented the party's paper entitled Solving South Africa's Electricity Crisis. DA Shadow Energy Minister Gordon McKay says one of the solutions to the energy crisis is to make it easier for the private sector to provide competition to ESCOM. The DA is often criticised for claiming that we want to privatise ESCOM. In fact, we don't necessarily want to privatise ESCOM. What we do want to do, however, is increase competition within the energy sector that would make ESCOM far more efficient, um, inducing energy at the lowest possible cost to consumers. To achieve this, we fundamentally believe that we need to introduce legislation that will separate the generation and transmission aspects of ESCOM's current business model. So ESCOM would retain its generating capacity, but we'd split out its transmission grid and structure this into a separate state-owned entity. Reserve Bank Governor Lesetia Kanyaho has warned that the rand is expected to remain under pressure from international and local factors, including the large current account deficit. He sounded the warning when he announced that the repo rate would remain steady at 5.75%, meaning that interest rates have been left unchanged at 9.25%. Kanyaho says the assessment of the risk to inflation has found it to be on the upside, given the looming electricity and fuel price hikes. Once lower international oil prices are expected to continue to impact favorably on the import bill as oil imports account for just under 20% of merchandise uh, imports, the wide trade deficit in January, should it persist, suggests that the adjustments may remain slow. Science and Technology Minister Naledi Pando says the establishment of a new centre for broadband communication will facilitate investment, employment and ICT opportunities and will be key in pioneering research. Pando was speaking at the Nelson Mandela Metropolitan University in Port Elizabeth. She launched a partnership in pioneering research with the National Research Foundation, Council for Scientific and Industrial Research and Cisco. The aim of the partnership is to support the square kilometre array which broadly seeks to improve the optical fiber research such as telecommunications. And finally, the Supreme Court in Britain has ruled that nearly 30 private letters that the heir to the British throne, Prince Charles, had written to government ministers should be made public. He wrote the letter about 10 years ago. The BBC's Peter Hunt reports. This judgment has delighted those seeking greater royal disclosure and disappointed the government and the prince's household. Clarence House said the principle of privacy hadn't been upheld. Publication was blocked in 2012 by the then Attorney General Dominic Grieve when he rejected a ruling by an information tribunal. This morning, the Supreme Court, by a majority of five judges to two, concluded that a decision of a judicial body should be final and binding and shouldn't be capable of being overturned by a member of the executive. So now, at some stage, 27 once very private letters written at least 10 years ago will become very public. Top story, the DA has called on the Public Enterprises Minister Lynn Brown to declare an energy crisis in light of the problems that ESCOM is facing. For Lotus FM News, I'm Sudhi Shanaidu. There's headlines at half five.